are talking all things dress codes. Whether you are a resident in the UAE or considering to come to the UAE, we're going to bust the myths. Sing, because I actually got invited. Oh, you did? It was my first Emirati wedding. I was very, very conscious about what to wear. But let's not forget men are held men. to the same dress codes. I mean, I hate it when you go to the beach and guys are in budgie smugglers and they don't have a great <laughs> body and it just looks horrible. And I'm just... Some women here, they might think that if they wear a baya, they're actually mocking the tradition. So welcome to another episode of Manners Unfiltered with myself, Emma Brain, and my amazing co-host, Orchids Roy. And today we are talking all things dress codes. Whether you're a resident in the UAE or considering to come to the UAE, we're going to bust the myths, because there are lots of them, (laughs) and basically take a deep dive into the history of the local attire and what you should and shouldn't be wearing when you are here. And uh, today I'm wearing my colourful abaya. I love it. I love the collar. It's nice, isn't it? Yes. So, abayas, they're fantastic. I love it. When you're feeling lazy, just throw one on and they look fabulous these days. That's right. It's great. So, first of all, Orchids, can you please give us a little brief history on the traditional Emirati attire and the significance? Absolutely. Well, um, Emirati traditional attire, which is kandura for men and abaya for women, is not all about... um, modesty it's actually very um deep-rooted it has a deep-rooted significance which is very very practical in this climate the abaya and the kandura is very appropriate for yeah the desert climate and let's be serious you see the abaya and like i'm looking at you now and kandura it looks simple but it's really elegant so yeah that's the history basically um they come up with it because it's appropriate for the weather. Mm, it's fun, and it's very modest. Very much so. And um, I mean, look, if I look at how things have evolved since I came in 2003, I grew up in Saudi Arabia, so okay. I think a lot of people know that anyway. Yeah. So I was always used to seeing my mother wearing a baya out and about. Yes, anyway, it's a must there in look, Saudi. It's yes. a must. It's a must. Um, so and you have to cover your hair as well. Um, she didn't always actually. Oh, okay. So back even back then, it was it was quite okay, depending where you were. Okay. Right, obviously in form, uh, formal and governmental. Uh, places obviously you do that um for the uae i think things have evolved so so much when we look at the uh, take the abaya for an example they used to be very much just blocky yes. of material now True. they're very form-fitting yeah i love it the and the beading and These the colors. colors a lot of a lot of different colors now which is so refreshing to see you don't only see just one color which is black but now it become very uh, trendy. Yeah, a lot of young Emirati, you know, donning their abaya in a fashionable way. Absolutely, and I love it. Yes, and um, as you say, you know, the men always look fantastic in kandoras. Oh yes, I love it. <laughs> it looks so neat, and it's not creased. How are they sure? always white, like pristine, <laughs> I know, sparkling white. I love it. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, but you know. The perception when I first came to Dubai, obviously, I think it was a lot more modest because my parents were here from the 90s, so I've been Mm -hmm. coming from the mid-90s. Things have definitely changed over the years. Um, I mean, as Dubai in particular has wanted to attract more tourists 
to the Emirates and it's become a big um, economic factor for the Emirate. I think dress codes have relaxed a little yes. bit, but I still think some people do push it too far. Yes. It they definitely push it evolved, too far. Yes. It definitely evolved over the years. So you've been here longer than me and you can see that um, we have a lot of stories to, to share later. And um, yes, tourists, they must know um, you know, when they come in this region, how to dress modestly yeah. and respectfully, which we're going to talk later on, and also discuss about the misconceptions about the dress code here in there the UAE. There are lots of them. There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> so um, from your experience in the media industry, how have you seen professional dress codes change over the years? So professional, not just a casual um, setting. How, how, what changes have you seen? Um, to be honest with you, I don't think on a, on a business front it's changed that much. Um, I think people are still in any business setting around the world. They, there are certain formalities. You know, mm -hmm. if you come from a certain background, wearing a, um, a buyer's candora is completely acceptable. It's fine. It's normal in a business setting. Um, if, if you're an Emirati or come from one of the other Arab nations, um, obviously for people that come from elsewhere, um, the suits for men and women, perfectly acceptable, you know, formal dresses. I, I, f I do feel like hemlines got shorter okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a business setting. I do feel like for the ladies, they started to push the boundaries a, a little bit. I mean, for me, in a business setting anywhere in the world, a mini skirt for me is not acceptable. Okay, so the is reason... It just yeah. doesn't seem right. Yeah, the reason why I asked this because... Since COVID, a lot of workplaces, offices are doing this hybrid yes. setting. And some companies are actually applying this casual Friday. Yes. And um, in your experience doing interviews or having some meetings, have you seen any changes? Because from my background, I always wear the uniform. Yeah. So we don't have that casual Friday. So I always wear the uniform every time I report for duty. How about um, office environment? I mean, it depends what kind of office you work in. I mean, for me, many, many years we worked, I worked in radio media. So mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, no one was in a suit. You're in jeans and a t-shirt, jeans and a shirt, dress, whatever you want. Cause it's media, media all the yes. cr creatives yeah. the creatives don't do yes. formal so yeah. much, <laughs> yeah. right? They kind of have their very much their own style. But obviously if you're going to a meeting with other people, then you'd be expected to dress a bit more formal. It depends on your office environment, yeah. how formal that office is, what the company culture is um, for that office. Yeah. But casual Fridays, there's, there's a line. Still yes, absolutely. I agree with you. Bearing in mind that, again, in your, in your office, you might have some conservative yeah. um, colleagues. So you have to be mindful, even though it's casual Friday, about the height of your hemline. Do you say it? Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Like the and room um, room. the neckline. Yeah. The neckline. Um, again, we will talk about... Um, the events in yes. the UAE where you have to be really, really mindful of your dress code. But um, yes, you've said casual Friday, nothing really um, changed over the years. No. But then again, um, the modesty, how you want to be respected by your colleagues, still 
up to this day, I think it's still it just You just same. have to be yeah. mindful. You ha- it has to be True. in the back of your mind. Um, so, Orchids, what mm-hmm. are some of the essential guidelines expats mm-hmm. should remember when dressing for business meetings or formal events? What should we be looking out for? Yeah, so it's very important that, again, when you go out for a meeting to dress appropriately, like business attire, I'm saying about maybe long sleeves, you don't need to wear, you know, the formal suit, especially during summer, mm. but maybe a long sleeve shirt and a trouser, you know, um, nice trouser will do. I think that's very appropriate in a um, professional setting, especially if it's your first time to meet this particular person. You have to dress modestly, regardless of which culture they're coming from. Watch out for your neckline. If you're wearing a skirt, again, make sure that it's one inch below the knee. Because remember, when you sit down, that skirt will go. (laughs) It rises. So be mindful of that. And also for men, I've mentioned not the full suit maybe, but again, it would be nice to meet someone in long sleeve shirt. Um, Cotton long sleeve shirt. Again, it's very appropriate for this weather because it's very hot here. For shoes, some people might think, oh, local people actually wear sandals. Yeah. But sandals are not created equal. No. So be <laughs> because they wear sandals. You might think, but because they wear sandals, that you can also wear sandals. Again, it's appropriate to wear, you know, um, closed, closed yeah. shoes, closed leather shoes, and not sneakers yeah, in a no, professional absolutely. setting. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, lots of things to be mindful of. Um, (laughs) Yes. I like this bit. Have we got any memorable or humorous uh, moments that we've had related to dress code uh, in various places? I always had um, a colleague of mine, Emirati. Yeah. And he was so funny. And he always had in the boot of his car, he'd have a bag with various items of clothing depending on the situation because um, at work a lot of the time he would wear his candora not always but a lot of the time he'd wear his candora and sometimes we go out after work to socialize so obviously he was not allowed to wear his candora in these places so he'd change into his jeans and shirt or whatever so he literally had items of clothing for every scenario in the back of his car oh wow that's very very interesting oh I want I, I forgot to mention earlier um business setting here i know some ladies even though um they are expats but they love wearing a bias i've seen that I love um it. yeah and you might you know we always talk about modesty and being simple especially with our um, accessories but here actually they love to accessorize yes so you know you see like statement earrings or statement rings which is actually um, very nice to see because you're already covered yeah. with your abaya or you know with your shaila, and one statement um, ring can actually make a difference. Yeah. So it is acceptable uh, in a professional setting to wear a statement piece, if you say. So I wanna yes include that as well in a professional setting that it is acceptable. You ju- you don't have to, you know, stick to your pearl earrings or a, a stud diamond here in this region yeah the bigger accessor to uh accessorizing is actually the norm it's uh, it's acceptable absolutely yeah. so have you come across any memorable moments or kids memorable when it comes to a dress or attire um 
because I was part of a an organization where everyone wears the same uniform, so uh, which is very very strict that we have to adhere to. I can think of it if I think of something later. I okay. will yes, I will <laughs> I will share it with you. At the okay. moment, I don't have yeah. Okay, good. So, um, how have you navigated or? adapted to the dress code while attending social events or outings. So now we are mm. in a social dress code from beaches to malls. Uh, yeah, so basically, what are we looking at? So, oh my gosh, there's certain things you still see, you will see on the shopping malls on the door, there is a sign that says, please dress modestly. Yes. I mean, look, as a rule, if you're going to public places, and this includes shopping malls, public transport, um, things like that. Ideally, you should have your shoulders covered and anything you wear should be to the knee or below the knee. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I just want to roll my eyes and touch it. So, when I see what some people wear in the malls here, I'm like, that is not, you wouldn't even wear that where you come from. Why are you wearing it here? It's not appropriate. And people coming straight off the beach, going to the shopping mall, they still, the swimsuit can be wet underneath so it goes see-through and everything. It's just not appropriate. It's not appropriate at all. You have to be mindful. And um, someone actually messaged as well um, saying, you know, they went to, this is something you have to be really careful of, mm -hmm. saying they went to the RTA government office wearing shorts and a T-shirt and were refused entry. In government offices, you must be dressed modestly. Yeah. They normally have a, a whole rack of buyers at the mm -hmm. entrance. So if you're a lady, you can just pick one up and put one on. That's not a problem. But any governmental office or organization, you must be dressed. And it's not just covering the shoulders. It's got to be down to the elbow. True. Um, and this is not only for women. Yeah, Including for men, men as well. So shorts is not allowed. And not just government offices, actually embassies as well. Yes. Embassies uh, have dress codes. And in, in Sharjah, Sharjah is the emirate that is much more conservative. It's the most conservative emirate we have in the UAE. In the shopping malls, men are still required to wear shorts below the knee. They do not like it if they're they, shorter. Even men have to be dressed modestly. Okay, cool. All right, so this is really, really interesting. So um, let's talk about the misconceptions <laughs> of dress codes here in the UAE. Because... We've said we've mentioned um, earlier that dress codes have, have evolved, evolved over yes. the years. But for people who are planning to come to uh, visit UAE as yeah. a tourist or moving here for work, yeah. let's um, deep dive on this topic. I, I mean, okay. one for me, orchids that drives me insane is I see you see women wearing thong bikinis on the beach. Technically, it's still not allowed. Still not allowed, still yeah. on the beach, you still public have beaches to, or yes, public, yes, beaches. public beaches. We're talking it's about it's okay. not, it's not appropriate, it's really not appropriate. Mm -hmm. it, it still says in the guidelines you should wear appropriate swimwear. <laughs> so, if we talk about appropriate swimwear, what is your idea on it? Uh, so bikini look, or one piece, no, 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 Bik bikini. bikini is fine, but it's appropriate to the environment that you, you are in. If you are going to a place where you know there's going to be lots of local families, don't wear a thong string thong. bikini. It's yeah. not, it's not, you know, save it for the hotel pool or hotel the private pools, beaches, yes. whatever. Public beaches, I would say, a no-no. And 
uh, interesting point when it comes to appropriate mm -hmm. swimwear because those people that they want to swim in modest be modest when they're swimming yes a t-shirt and leggings are not appropriate swimwear why because the material's not meant to be in the water and it's actually a drowning hazard so if you're going to do that you need to buy clothing that is meant to be in the water so it's a rash vest which mm -hmm. is you know surfers wear um, a burkini which gives you the coverage comes with with or without the head covering but it has to be a material that is specifically made to be in the water yeah. because otherwise you're a potential drowning hazard yes i think yeah. it's very important we talk about this because dubai is also famous or popular for beaches yes. and also um theme parks yeah yeah a lot of tourists go to a lot we have a lot of uh, water theme parks here so Again, we want to reiterate that if you go to public beaches, no string. Again, be mindful that you know some people here are still conservative, but feel free to wear if you're in you know private beach uh, in the hotel. Yeah, then you can wear. Here we're so you know um, we will. Well, they actually offer a lot of swimwear from burkini to monokini, everything yeah. you can buy here. Good. So let's talk about going to the mall. Yeah, a lot of hotels here are connected to the mall. They Again, are. just because you put a t-shirt over your bikini, then you go to the mall. Yeah, it's, it's not, not mall appropriate. And so, I mean, uh, and you see people wearing short shorts, short shorts. Mm -hmm. It's not no. No, 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 no. Funny that you mentioned about that because in 2007, I was actually approached by a security, a mall security, that my short was too short. So previously, they hand out this card that says, yeah. wear respectable clothing. Yes, yeah. But I don't see that now here in the mall. I think because of there's all, you know, a big yeah. flock of tourists coming into Dubai and to be more welcoming and accommodating. But then again, if you are planning to visit the UAE, just yeah. be mindful about your clothing. I mean, look, and it's not hard, particularly for women, to carry a pashmina or a shawl mm -hmm. or a kaftan that you can just throw on or pick up a cheap abaya. They don't cost much that you can wear. And it's not it's not um, just about respecting a local culture. Um, Another point I want to bring up, you have a lot of laborers and workers here that head to the malls and public places on their days off. Mm -hmm. They haven't seen their families, their women folk for years. So it's being being mindful of that as well yeah. and respectful for them in, in that respect, if you know what I'm saying. You just have to be mindful of these things. Plus, the malls are freezing. Yes. <laughs> I think people actually bring shorts and all these spaghetti strap um, tops because knowing that the weather here in the it's Middle hot. East is very hot. So they would say, why would I bring jeans or yeah. trousers? It's too hot in Dubai or in the UAE. So they bring all these, you know, shorts and... Um, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Spaghetti, like singlet, yeah. as you say, yeah. And um, but the stairs that you will get yeah, that's when you the go thing. to all, yeah. It's just, it's just the to avoid yeah. being being stared at as well, yes. which is it's not a pleasant experience. There's a lot of pashmina that you can buy as well here around yeah. the UAE, which you know you can use to cover yourself, especially in the mall because yeah. our malls here are so 
freezing. Exactly. As you said, yeah. But what about, um, so we've talked about the malls, we've talked about the beaches, the, beaches. the, the government offices, but what yes. about social events like right. concerts and entertainment events? What would be your take on that? Depending on what type of event that I'm attending to. Yeah, so if it's a, a music festival, mm. a lot of people actually dress up. Um, I think now it's very acceptable to be, you know, who you are, like dress what you feel like. But then again, I wouldn't go to a music festival in my bikini. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'll wear a, a shorts with, you know, with costume, with a, you know, um, yeah. big hair. But... Um, then again, I wouldn't wear something that you're almost naked going to a concert. Yeah. So that and, would be my take on it. And, and I think also be mindful if you have, um, let me say, certain artists that appeal to certain um, parts of society. I remember one specifically in Abu Dhabi many, many years ago. And because of the audience they tend to attract, you had people literally going into the bathrooms wearing something, coming and out, stressing something out. And literally some of the authorities were going, oh, oh. and they were like, but it's just a costume. It's just a costume. It's just a costume. a costume. It's just for the event. And there was a lot of freaking out. Um, so again, you have to be mindful of certain situations in that, it's, it's it's still going to be a little bit of a bone of contention sometimes, I think. So just you just have to be careful. Okay, so the, the acting question yeah. was the Scissor Sisters. Okay. And they performed in Abu Dhabi. And if you know what kind of audience the Scissor Sisters have yes. and how people like to dress up mm -hmm. or not or whatever as the case may be it was causing a bit of a, a bone of contention i mean look we had i'll i'll just say it i'll just say it. you had guys dressing formally and conservatively um going into the bathroom coming out in leopard print cat suits okay. like the, to that <laughs> point that the authorities were freaking out because <laughs> they were like what, Wait, what, is, what is happening right now let's what just think that it's on? halloween tonight it's, yeah so <laughs> it's just a costume we're just dressing up it's fine it's fine but um speaking about cultural seven sensitivities orchids mm -hmm. let's look at things like ramadan eid local weddings because these are very have very specific dress codes definitely yes so during ramadan which actually happens once a year for the full month mm -hmm. Even government, um, yeah, the government are very strict to for everyone to adhere to the proper dress code. Um, again, as an I've been an expat here for a very long time, I still adhere to the dress code. If you're a tourist here, make sure to dress modestly yeah. because this is the time where you know it's, it's the holy month. Yeah, absolutely. So you say holy. Make sure you don't wear shorts when you go to church or you go to the mosque. So think it that way. Yeah. So it's a holy month, so you have to dress modestly. And as Ramadan has moved around the year, the months, um, and it will fall, it's falling into the tourist seasons now. So people, uh, and look, basically it's ops normal across the board. Mm. Most things are open, um, events are happening, um, 
bars and whatever are open when they always have been but you know it's just people will have the temptation that they you just have to be careful that you should still dress modestly in public uh, yeah. and it's not it's not like you have to wear a full buy everything just cover your shoulders and down to your knees and be mindful if you're going somewhere where you're going to um a, a particularly muslim areas that they are fasting and fasting for muslims mm. during ramadan means not seeing people true what i would say is respect the culture yeah. of the country you're visiting absolutely yeah so you you can wear whatever you want back to your country but you're a visitor here so be respectful of their tradition and their culture that's what i wanted to say and yeah. what about local weddings interesting because i actually got invited oh, you did? a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> it was my first emirati wedding and um i was very very you know um conscious about what to wear i must say that when i got there all the all the women were so fashionably dressed yeah. because they go to the wedding they wear abaya and the moment they you know reach the the hall then they remove the abaya and basically they yeah you can wear whatever but the tradition here is not really the you know that really super tight cocktail dress yeah they love ball gowns that's what i observed at that time or like you know long 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 dresses which is really really beautiful so Again, weddings here in Dubai, Emirat, local weddings, men are separated from the women. Yeah. So that's why, you know, you you can wear whatever you want. Just make sure that, um, well, if you're in doubt, ask the bride. Yeah, <laughs> ask the bride. <laughs> what they would what, like you to yes, wear. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. What is appropriate and not appropriate, and then she can guide you. And what about... Um, are there any specific um, clothing items or accessories that expats are incorporating into their wardrobe uh, to blend in locally? Oh, yes. What do you see? Yes, yes. I would say, well, now I can see you. You're wearing the abaya. Yes, you've embraced the culture. I actually owned one as well. And it's so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just put it on and then you can, yeah, go. And another thing is the henna. Oh, yes, henna, yes. yes. Um, I think that's one thing that a lot of expats have embraced. Yeah, it's it's nice, especially like you know when you go back to your home country and you have a little bit of henna. It's it's a nice way to see like look like I got this from Dubai and it's so beautiful and it's part of their culture. I think uh, these two are the most prominent. Um, what is it? Um, traditional yeah. um, or culture that a lot of expats have embraced. Yeah. How about you? What what have you observed? I mean over I, the I, years? I like the henna. I think people do like to take cultural aspects back with them. Whenever mm. I see a lot of, you know, male friends that used to visit, they'd always take a candora back with them. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things like that. It's just a, you know, the traditional things that they have more for the home, more than yeah. clothing wise oh, yes. that people yeah. take back, like the rugs, the coffee pots, the mm-hmm. tea sets, things like this. Um, I think a lot of people really get into shisha. Oh <laughs> yes. they, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And take the the hooker pipes back with them or find out where they can get them. I see that a lot yeah oh i actually have one now in mind remember there was a time where the big sunglasses for women was a big thing <laughs> with local women so they wear their shyland their abaya and all you see this big 
big sunglasses. Sun yes, yeah. <laughs> that, that, I think that's gone now. It's yeah. gone now. I don't see yes. that very often yes. anymore, to be fair. That was a time where not just local women, but everyone was wearing these big sunglasses, I think, because it was the trend back then. Thank goodness that's all gone and over with. So this question is from Linda. Mm -hmm. She says, I'm moving to the UAE for work next month. Can I wear shorts and sleeveless tops in public? You can, but it depends where you are in public. True. I mean, look, people will wear it everywhere. They will wear it in the malls. It's not advised. Again, like we were talking earlier, if you want to avoid the stairs Mm -hmm. and the occasional, you know, uh, uh, disgruntled, disapproving look, it's not advisable in the malls and Mm -hmm. places like that. But touristy places, the beach. (laughs) Yes. And actually, a lot of cultural places, like if you go on a tour to the Grand Mosque and even the mosque here, you are supposed to cover yourself. You have to. They yes. won't let you. They about, won't let you in. Absolutely, yeah. And we've mentioned about government offices and even um, the public library here. Yeah. They I mean, want look, you to, yeah. I mean, like if you're going on a desert safari or something, absolutely fine. No problem at all. If you're doing yeah. tourist stuff, no problem at all, unless it's like you say, going to, to the mosques, the mosques the, or mm-hmm. um, cultural. Um, uh, places exactly thank you yes yeah. <laughs> okay question number two this is from sally and she said i've got tattoos on my arms and legs do i need to keep them covered all the time no you don't but again you need to be mindful of where you are at the the, the time because again in some places it's still Tattoos are a bit of a weird one. Tattoos, a lot of very, very conservative people still don't like them because Mm -hmm. according to Islam, any alteration of the body is haram as far as my understanding. So tattoos are haram uh, normally. But having said that, I have Emirati friends who are covered in tattoos and piercings, right? So it just depends. But if you're going into certain places then yeah. just cover them up, I would say. But mo- most places you'll be you'll be okay, but just like anything. Yeah. Actually, I have a question just popped in my mind because we talk about um, shorts, tattoos. How about if you're transiting in Dubai? So you're saying in Dubai International Airport. In the airport. So, I mean, it just, you're in an airport situation. Mm-hmm. The airport's cold. Um, look, you're... you're it, Airport transits your is basically international waters, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's international waters. It's it's an it's a it's a no man's yeah. land yeah. as it was. So, but just what would you wear where to be comfortable when traveling? Basically, but still, yeah. I think you should be mindful of it's a, it is a public place and there yeah. are people from different nationalities so, and backgrounds from all over the world. But would you true. wear shorts and a tiny thing? And I mean, yeah. let's face it. Airlines have dress codes. Yes. Because airlines have dress codes. And we've seen stories where people have been refused boarding or offloaded because of inappropriate travel attire. It rarely happened here, but you can see on social media. Elsewhere. Yeah, true. Definitely. 
Um, I put out on my socials a couple of things to get people's thoughts over dress codes. So yes. I just want to read a couple if that's sure. okay. So James basically says, does dress codes even exist? Are they selected to the community or neighborhoods you belong in? Do malls have their own policies? And is the beach an exception to the rule? If they exist at all. Oh. So he's obviously being a little bit of sarcasm in there because he's obviously seen things change over yes, the years yes. and people pushing the boundaries. But this mm. is the thing, even expats get a little bit annoyed at people coming and... True. We've what else do we have there? Ferro says, uh, I don't care how people dress in their home countries, but they should follow the dress code in the UAE in public. Absolutely. Fair yeah. Fair points. Absolutely. And coming back to this one again, um, whereas uh, Paul says uh, about going to the yeah. RTA Dubai court wearing shorts and wasn't let in. Um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me because it's not appropriate to that setting. Again, Dubai is very accommodating, very welcoming to expats and tourists alike. Just be mindful, again, you're visiting a country where it's um, traditionally conservative. So how you dress is also very, very important. So be mindful of that. I think we use the word mindful a lot in this, yeah, we do, <laughs> in we this do. episode. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's just common sense, a lot of it. It's just common sense. I mean, I, I would say <laughs> some things I see and I'm sitting there with my judgment face going, going oh, no, that's, <laughs> not, that's not right here. Um, it's just... Be mindful uh, and be have some common sense about you and just, you know, because it is a melting pot of nationalities and cultural backgrounds. So read up. If you're a tourist coming to the UAE, read up. There's all the information on tourist websites, True. on the governmental websites. And this is the kind of thing, Orchids, that slightly annoys me. There's no excuse for not knowing this information. Mm -hmm. We live in a day and age where information, information. is freely available <laughs> yeah. to you at the click of a button. I know. There's yeah. no excuse. True. And also the company culture. If you're coming here to the UAE for work, learn about the culture of your company, how the you know people dress up, and um, is your colleagues get yeah. to know you know what. I know that in one company there will be like 80 nationalities working there yeah. or even more. Then again, you have to dress modestly yeah. Yeah. and respectfully. Yeah. But I, I have a little bit of a take on the abaya, if that's okay. I actually think ha having an own abaya is actually very freeing. Because I know nobody's, I, I mean, look at the beautiful colors and I, I have several um, different shapes, different colors, lots of beading and everything. And they're so, such beautiful items of clothing. And it's actually freeing because no one's going to stare at you and judge you for what you're wearing. It's actually freeing for a woman to, to wear an abaya. Yeah. And I'm happy that, don't see yeah, that. I'm happy that you, th you think of it th uh, that way because... Some women here, they might think that if they wear a baya, they're actually mocking the tradition because they feel like, oh, but because I'm not local or I'm not Muslim, why would I be wearing their you know, traditional costume? So here, yes, as I can see, there's a lot of you know um, expats who love wearing a baya yeah. and then they embrace it and wear it sometimes, not every day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I host a lot of events, and mm -hmm. sometimes the re the request comes does come down because there might be um, very very conservative delegates mm -hmm. from other 
surrounding countries. So the request says, please, can you wear an abaya? Oh, not a, not nice. a, you, you get asked, requested okay. to wear it just because it's simpler and mm-hmm. easier. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it takes a lot of the guesswork and drama out of trying to find something yes, yes, to, wear. to wear. True. Absolutely. <laughs> and yes, also, yeah. get a jalabia. Jalabias are amazing. They're so, such gorgeous items of clothing. So for someone who doesn't know about jalabia, so can you explain to us? So the- it's a loose-fitting item of clothing. Normally, it has a couple of layers. So you have an underlayer. Then the one on top is normally the one that's very intricately beaded or stitched. Sometimes it'll have a, a print on it or plain, and you can wear this either on its own or normally put an abaya By over the top of it. it. Yes. But depending on the color of your jalabia, you would pick an abaya of a, of a complementing color mm-hmm. to go with it. So I have a white and gold one. Um, and so I wear a dusky pink abaya over the top, and it looks gorgeous. It look, I mean, they, they look stunning when you pair, pair these together. So basically, and it's the dress inside the, the abaya. The abaya yes. yes, and yes. no so one is ever gonna have a go at you or look down at you mm-hmm. or think you're being disrespectful for wearing these. They are really not. In fact, they will say, that's amazing. It, you look fantastic. It, it, it would be appreciated. Mm-hmm. True. And then again, here in Dubai, it's, um, more relaxed you can actually wear a baya without wearing the shaila yeah you've seen a lot of um local women as well wearing a baya but they're you know letting their hair flow yeah and it looks beautiful and still. It, it's, yeah. it's interesting to see how different women wear the shaila some of the, some of it it covers the the hairline so you don't yes, see sir. anything and then others it kind of creeps back yes <laughs> to some it'll just be sitting yes, here right so it depends you know where they come from what it's their becoming trendy style yes is. yes it, personal style i love to see the ladies style What's the, the trend in different yeah. ways it's beautiful true yeah we got we got to, and the cat i love the winter candoras the, the winter. dark colors, the grays, okay. the oh, dark blues. Yes, yes. A black candora looks um, it looks fantastic. It really, really okay. does. And the dark navy blue ones, gorgeous. And then you have the summer colors, which are the the cream, not the white, the cream, the cream. or the slightly yellow one. So the candoras come in different colors as well. I've seen a green one as well. Very oh. rare, but I have seen oh. a green one. So there's all these different colors and styles and designs coming into the local attire, and it's really amazing. So let's talk about piercing what is your take on piercing here in the uae um, in a professional setting it do, again it depends what your setting is because culturally um here or in some parts of south asia so nose piercing course, is part yeah. yes so you can see that um they still wear in the office yeah uh but other types of piercing like you have Basically other facial the other piercings. Yes, you have yes. the, the nose, the nose, or the the nose ring, or yeah. one here, or you'll have some other ones. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for me, I don't like them anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, it's a personal thing. I just don't think it looks particularly nice when it comes to piercing. I'm all for, ver- for simplicity, but it's up to someone's personal choice. But it depends on the setting that you're going into. Here in Dubai, in a professional setting, you'd see uh, it is acceptable for the nose spears. If it's your because cultural part of background, culture, yes, yes. But if it's yeah. if it's you don't have to, you know, remove yeah. it if you go to the office. But if it's a personal adornment, I would think twice about mm-hmm. it. 
basically. Unless um, you're in media or you know the creatives. creatives. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to keep using that excuse for people, though. Um, Something I wanted to touch on, though, because we've spoken a lot, Orchids, about um, kind of lent towards the dress code for women. But let's not forget men are held to the same dress codes. I mean, I hate it when you go to the beach and guys are in budgie smugglers and they don't have a great (laughs) body and it just looks horrible. And I'm just like. Why? Just, do you know what, what do you call it? Budgie. A budgie smuggler. Speedos, speedos. basically. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not a good thing. And you see, and it, it's jarring sometimes when you see the, the woman is wearing modest attire and then the guy is just wearing whatever he wants. And, and it's just, does, it doesn't sit right. I'm like, it's actually for both. Okay, so we're talking about... In public beaches, yeah, or, or just, uh, or, just or, or even in a hotel, it bothers you. Or even in malls, you know, it's just in it's malls. In, in malls, where, like you'll see, no. you see some women are wearing buyers, and then the guys wearing shorts and a and a vest top or something, and it's like what? It just okay. it's, it's meant to be men. <laughs> I haven't seen one wearing yeah. like almost speedos in the oh, mall. No, 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 no. not in just, the mall. You know, like above Cop. the knee yes. shorts or whatever but but still it's like but particularly uh, yeah like on the beaches where <laughs> the women are wearing the, the burkini or whatever and the guy is just wearing teeny tiny swim shorts but like, you know that in really? brazil they wear that that yeah, I yes know. they were <laughs> i i, I so, say those should be reserved to swimming to swim. athletes and divers so, okay. professional <laughs> divers <laughs> and swimmers are the only people that should be wearing those <laughs> but the, for me it's jarring because it's supposed to be for both. Okay. I think if you're, you know, in the hotel, in your private pool, private hotel yeah. pool and beach, you can wear, yeah. yeah, those Speedos. But if you're, again, depending which public beach you are, because if you're in Jumeirah area yeah. where there's a lot of Western expats and tourists, I think it's more acceptable mm. because people really yeah. don't care but if you go to the other side of town where there's a lot of conservative people living yes then you have to think twice yes. <laughs> if you want to wear that um speedos yeah or those thongs yes but my my main point was when it comes to couples mm-hmm. and other people the where the female is being modest mm-hmm. and the man that is with her yeah. is not it's supposed to apply yeah like they're still True. supposed to yeah be a little bit more and again guys if you're in you know <laughs> here in the beach um sunbathing without your top is a big no-no oh it's a big this no-no. is not europe I, i've so. seen some women try to do it around um hotel pools and security are literally right it's like no yes. you can't it's yes. not the costa del sol it's not yeah one, one of those kind of places you have to mm-hmm. be very very mindful of that and True. I've seen some, uh, um, yeah, horrendous bikinis on the beach. And I'm just like, okay, not really appropriate. So super interesting discussion, Orchids. Everything yes. on Dresco. We can go on for yeah. this one for a very, very long time. But um, a nice, fun conversation. True. And we can keep, yes, as you've said, we can <laughs> keep on and on about this topic. And I hope you guys... Um, find this episode insightful and helpful. Mm-hmm.